0: It's meme-worthy, having your dust boot doing lines, you know. Start that, then. Beep.
1: And you don't sound like a robot.
0: Fantastic, I yeah. know. The internet is particularly fast at 6 a.m. on Sunday.
1: <laughs> Nobody's working locally <laughs> or uh, in your shop? Yeah, correctly. Sunday. Greetings. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come a coffee. How are you doing?
0: i good. I'm good. I'm having a great time.
1: How is the... I suppose if it's just like one night, it's kind of like novel, but like how is the... How do you call it? Camp David? Camp COVID. Camp, camp COVID. I thought, it said, I thought it said David, which is <laughs> where the president stays in Texas here.
0: <laughs> ah,
1: yes, Camp COVID. Maybe that's why Camp that's COVID
0: said, kind of has a certain ring to it. In my mind. That's why it says COVID, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, pretty fun actually.
1: Don't say that too loud. <laughs> Shh. Don't publicise your daughter. No, nah, yeah. So don't tell mom we
0: had fun. <laughs> uh, my daughter and I don't have COVID, and the other half of the family do. So we've yeah we've decamped to the workshop and living up upstairs in the studio for a few days. It's actually been really fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It sounds all right. I mean, I'd probably be into that, especially if I had a kid that was, like, able to, I guess, enjoy it. Yeah. she, She can
0: operate a hot glue gun and she can ride billy carts. So, you know, we can do all the fun things, build stuff.
1: Right. Right. So, yeah, it's been cool.
0: And I've been really enjoying, like, once she's asleep, coming downstairs with so there is is a downstairs and just like being able to work
1: tinker yeah it's been really good yeah yeah just and you can like it's separated sound wise enough that it like doesn't wake her up
0: yeah i mean she's such a solid sleeper i could go out and turn <laughs> machines on she would not care Swining um, whining routers <laughs> i sleep in the midst of routers She was born to the sound of routers, so, you know. (laughs) She's born (laughs) next to a plasma cable.
1: Yeah. Relatable. How how are you? Uh, Pretty good. Had some crappy jobs to finish this week. Mainly one that had taken over a year. Woo. It's not clients we're working with again, so not that I'm going to spill all the tea, but it was... I don't, I've don't. i been trying to think of like what I should have caught earlier in the process, but I feel like I kind of almost got gaslit into the project where it was like my actual client had a client who had a client, <laughs> and I've never really done one of those before. My, my client's
0: client needed a client, so I got another client.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So it, there was some inexperience involved. And no matter how much education I did, it didn't seem to help Mm. people that didn't want to like pay attention to like advice. And it just, the material, we, we made a giant table, we machined a table out of solid wood and it was laid up improperly. So it cupped massively just sitting in our shop. Yeah. Like six mil on the corners. It was there layout. Yes. Yeah yeah and it there was blame that we stored it wrong, mm. which I've been storing material the same way for seven years, and uh, we've never had a problem <laughs> <laughs> until this project. so in three weeks, so it is it just was every kind of one. I can't think of any other thing other than I, you know I always think we have a potential for being part of a of a bad project. I'm not saying it wasn't us completely. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I sure. wasn't as cooperative by the end as I should have been. But for God's sakes, like it was such a mess. Like, and I don't, I don't know what else, I don't know what other than, you know, if you're going on the list and we're not working with you again, <laughs> I don't know what else yeah. to, to take away from it. Yeah. In terms of how, how
0: to avoid that situation again. Hmm. Right. Danger, danger. Yeah. The old degrade. Ended up list. fine. Yeah. Good.
1: Right. Good. We we managed. Uh, I had to screw it to the table. I, I felt like I was going back to like early days of learning <laughs> how to use the router, where I, like I couldn't figure out how to make work holding work at all. So I would just like get out the screws, screw it down, because it wouldn't stay down to the to the yeah, vacuum at all. Yeah. I couldn't flip it over.
0: I was watching someone on <laughs> Insta the other day, Calico, like using hot glue <laughs> for solid timber stock oh. on his router table. Interesting. She looked quite refractive, yeah. like he was weighing down the boards with those yeah. twenty-liter water bottles or whatever they're called. Um,
1: Hot glue used. I know Saunders has talked about that quite a bit, but I know people use it to stabilize, like window machining. I think on <laughs> like five-axis parts, where which I still can't really visualize <laughs> that actually working. <laughs> like doesn't seem. Solid enough, you know? Um, So we uh, bought our third Bamboo X1. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) He's out Uh, of control. uh, Someone stop this, Take the card away. It seemed seemed crazy to consider it first, but I'm sure now it'll slow down for some reason or another, but we've had both repeat customers and completely new organic customers, which were pretty uncommon Mm -hmm. for non-router parts that, like, basically I always think of it as, like, in the spectrum of content I've shared, it's almost always router-related woodworking stuff. And in the last couple of years, we've started to do more mill projects and then also products that are mill-related or metal machining or non-wood stuff. And so it's becoming more common, but almost all of our customers for the longest time were, for products were router wood stuff. And so when we came out with these, these are the ISO 30 ones, but the cat 40 tool Mm, tags mm. suddenly that like clicked (laughs) for some reason with the algorithms and people's beginning of the year organization plans or something. And we have just been selling multiples more of tool tags. Right. The cat 40 Mm. are the fastest selling product we've ever made, which isn't like, I want to talk about like thousands. It's just, you know, when you launch a product at our scale, it's not like we're getting hundreds of orders usually. So they're selling really well. And we were kind of at capacity with what we were printing already, I guess, with the two printers. So it was like, I don't, every time we get five sets made, you know, two people buy five of them in a day. And it's like, (laughs) all right, now we're backordered again. So I was like, this seems like an obvious solution to make here. We just need another one. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Right. So, Cool. What are you printing those in? Pet G. It is pet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And how do you write, because I'm not familiar with the product. How do you write the name of the tool on the thing? Cause I know they've got the little angle now, which mm-hmm. I
1: like. Yeah. I in- recommend to use label, a label maker. Yeah. And so we haven't had any questions about that. I have a little example on the shop page of like how we do ours, mm. like our exact label. And then what labels we use and then that we use Airtable to generate them. I was thinking about doing some videos on that too, but I don't know. They've just been selling like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. So the other thing, I guess I've mentioned this a couple times, but, and I don't know how accurate these numbers are, but it gives me trends to look after, which I've been using that VQO software. That's like a shipping fulfillment and it takes in all of our orders from all of our locations. And so I can basically say, like, on their little demand forecast page, all right, you know, in the next month, two months, half year, what do we need to order, basically? And in the case of, like, things we make, it still says what we need to order. And it was like, you need 100 sets of these things of just the orange ones. And, I'm, you know, you do the math on it. It's like, okay, that's like, like a solid couple months of printing for yeah. one printer. You know, it's like, it's a lot
0: is Bitcoin smart enough to pop up and be like buy another printer now justin
1: not the printer but i don't know if i can have it send me notifications i just go and look at it and it tells me That's cool what i need to order so it's or prepare for i guess which is helpful mm, anyway long story yeah it's i've been filming because now it's the third one <laughs> maybe this is gonna happen oh good Doug has to be an alarm system, even if we don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what were we talking about? Vico. <laughs> yeah, it's not super intelligent. It's free. Uh, free. Yeah, That's great. Oh, oh, sorry. I know what I was going to say. The printer. I'm trying to remember all the little things we do to, like, set them up as as a, you know, we start with one, you kind of evolve. Oh, this is a nice little add-on. And so by the time we got to the second one, I kind of had gotten to this place where it's was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore let's do this these these little upgrades and so by the third one i'm like oh we got this down i should like make a video on this for myself and then i was like well shit I'll make a, a wider audience video mm-hmm. i guess and Try see it. if anybody's interested in the weird little upgrades we've done absolutely that's so what's up with what's up with your side That's how you guys how you got rid of your kins kins kinsington what's the name of that pl- location <laughs> yeah Is that the right one
0: yeah, yeah, we, uh, Laura's art studio business, Ironside Studios, was finally packing up after 15 years in business, and it was really just a matter of leases, having pretty much any lease that right. works for that business model has a demolition clause on it, and mm-hmm. this particular lease was coming to an end, been sort of in that building or next, you know, the next building down the street since 2009. And the lease was coming to an end, the demolition clause kicked in, and it was just like there's nothing actually on the market at the price point to support this business model going forward. Interesting. And so it was like, cool, I guess that's it for now. Like, She'll keep the the name and stuff for a while, the domain and stuff, in the hope that maybe some space pops up. But for now, that's the end of that business, which is a bit sad. After it's, such not, a long it's not run. the
1: business she, she does with like her installations, right? It's no, like a no, no, thing. no.
0: Separate to her art practice. Just,
1: okay. So yeah. it's been you I was know say, that seems like a big deal.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it, it's been the business that's kind of allowed Butter to like really flex and grow very organically over time because it's like right for most of Butter's life, we've been within Ironside Studios in some form. And so we've been able to right. just kind of flex and expand our space of, like, in the early days, we're like, oh, we need another studio to store all our plywood. That one's empty. Can <laughs> we rent that one, Laura? And, like, we did that for years of sort of just getting another studio and then another studio and then, later, you know, bigger and bigger spaces as right. we grew. So, yeah, and, like, she's had about 500 people through in that time artists and designers wow at its peak it was 80 that's wild 80 studios i think over Jeez. yeah so it was not that's crazy not, not nearly that big now i think it was only about 25 when she packed it down but yeah we're in the kind of final final throes of packing that up got a few mm. day, a few days ago, and yeah so that's happening, and then
1: she... Probably emotional, but probably yeah, also nice to some degree to, it like, up. not have to deal with it if it wasn't what you wanted to be doing full-time. Yeah,
0: look, it was a pretty good passive thing for Laura. Um, didn't take too much management. Right. And had been wa- right. working quite well, living in Castle, but still managing that in Melbourne. And,
1: yeah. But, yeah,
0: no, it's sad. It's a bit sad, but um, but also it is one less thing off our plate, but it's also one income-generating thing off our plate. So it's like... Cool, bit more pressure on butter. Laura's actually just gone back to work for three or four mm. months to her lecturing job, and so mm. yeah, it's a lot on, lot on at the moment. And then, and then she went down, yeah, right, with COVID last week, and I was off work trying to keep the kids away from her, and we set up a tent outside, and like, I was like, yeah, by Thursday, I was kind of panicking about yeah because butter's cash flow is still pretty terrible and like i was mm-hmm. stuck at home not getting quotes out I had a long list of things i felt like i should be doing but couldn't which is you know it's just the reality of looking after people right but by thursday yep. it had kind of broken me and i was just like i was in a pretty crappy state yeah it's, it's coincided with this like business coaching like major six monthly business coaching planning session and so sarah mm-hmm. and i do it together but like i was i was in a tent <laughs> and she was at work in melbourne and usually we'd do those planning sessions very collaboratively and we'd kind of work through like as it was going We'd be chatting through things together whereas that last week we just did it completely independently and it was really interesting right. to see how like our worksheets we compared worksheets and results after the session like Kind of similar alignment, but mine was like a bit more dramatic, given my mm. <laughs> mental state at the time. Sure, but yeah, it felt felt like kind of a bit of a tipping point of like we really need to do something about this. So yeah, it was a big week in that respect.
1: And I definitely can relate um, to that. I don't know. It's it just it's amazing how it. it You have some average months and then having like a half revenue month, basically, maybe less Mm. in December. We're really like messed with just the kind of like comfort of probably wasn't comfortable, but it felt comfortable for where we had been at the last few years of revenue and cash flow. And, you know, during the pandemic, it was like doing very finite math of like is payroll gonna work and am i gonna pay a lease and how's that gonna mm. work it was very like constant whereas you know in a good place it's like i don't worry about those things happening while everything's still trending and in, in good numbers we're still at a i would say a pretty beginning phase of being a product-based business and it's, it's still tough it's still tough especially with products it's you're always like well you, you got to have it sitting there you have to have inventory which mm-hmm. is you know the same as another type of business where you have to have machines sitting there like you gotta have the money to make money always no yes. matter what you <laughs> try to do otherwise unless you're some type of scam artist i guess maybe <laughs> or smarter than i am
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think that's that's what's like shocking me No, it shouldn't be a shock it's the wrong word but like that's kind of our problem at the moment is like we've created just a really hungry monster. Like, and it's no one thing. It's just like a hundred little decisions and situations and economic situation. Like everything sort of has rolled into this like amazingly hungry beast that's rolling along, and it's got it. It needs so mm-hmm. much cash every month to keep it fed and happy <laughs> yep and yeah i don't know it's funny timing actually last week i started reading a book called Profit first which
1: oh right have you read that i think it came up on something was it maybe bomb
0: yeah i'm not sure i i found out about it through a parkour podcast of all things but it's
1: <laughs>
0: the first chapter. Pretty much exactly describes the situation we're in at the moment of having sort of created this this monster. And yeah, it's it's really good. Like I think it's I'm only halfway through it or something, but it's I think it will change how we do things a little, a little bit. It's funny I've avoided it for a long time because I don't like the name of it. I'm mm-hmm. like no profits. It's not about profit. But yeah. and it kind uh, of is. An old needs right. needs profit. Uh,
1: so I've had friends talk about that book, like woodworker friends. Um, and we've talked about I remember talking about it with them kind of more in depth. And it was definitely, going back to that same like time period of like, it seemed preposterous to me where I was like, well, I'm just trying to make everything work. You know, like... Mm. <laughs> There's no, like, extra money. That's what I always felt like. There's no extra money to choose what I do with it. <laughs> and, you know, those things change over time if you don't, like, have a, a structure, which I still I still struggle to have a budget and make that sensible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully that continue, that will change for us this year and we'll be a little more... I don't I could say that every year, I guess, but... Yeah,
0: yeah. It's one really nice thing about Camp COVID and sleeping at work, or not sleeping because I've been staying up way too late, tinkering, has been, I think on the podcast some months ago, I talked about my challenges with photo and video management. Mm -hmm. I was asking you about how do I fix this? Right. I've I've come upon a solution and in all my tinker time in the evenings, I've sort of been working on that solution. And it's basically, I've got. I think what's going to happen is for every year for the rest of my life, I'll buy a terabyte so- fast little solid state drive. Right. And they'll be labeled with whiteout, sort of uh, Tom Sachs style next to my computer. Now, 2023, 2024, 2023 is full. And or maybe it's more.
1: Well, that makes me really nervous. <laughs>
0: And then I am other... Is
1: it the only backup?
0: No, and then that's the critical bit. Okay. So you okay. know when you plug in an it's external drive, the shame. Dropbox goes, "Hello, would you like me to back up this drive for you?" And I now I say yes. I always used to say no because everything was already in Dropbox in some form. Whereas this is completely unique data on the hard drives, doesn't exist anywhere else until right. Dropbox grabs it. Um. So these to kind of working drives or, you know, every year's working drive will gets automatically backed up to Dropbox. And then the main bit of the problem, which I couldn't work out previously, was like, how do I get the last, say, 15 years' worth of photos into my Lightroom library in a functional way so I can just like Mm -hmm. flick back and see all of that history, jump to a photo. And so all of that stuff was offline in Dropbox. Dropbox only, which I don't. That makes me nervous as well, not having my stuff on a hard drive somewhere. And so while I've been at work, I've been downloading 15 years' worth of photos onto this other external drive, which is like a 5 terabyte. I think it's a, It's not even solid state. It's, it makes a whirring sound, so I think it's like a, an old-school old, old school <laughs> drive. Um, and I've been dropping a life of seven years. Yeah, yeah, I've been dropping all of those photos onto that, and, dro- and then putting right. them into Lightroom. And I've never heard my little M2 MacBook Pro work as hard as when I'm dropping in like hmm. Interesting. fifty gig at a time of photos, and it's trying to render all the preview thumbnail previews oh, sure. and yeah. stuff. And it's just like right. it really starts cooking. But, but yeah, I am well on the way. I've got like sort of 60,000 photos in my Lightroom library now, and I'm I'm very happy.
1: 60,000. That's a bit more. And
0: I've got I've got a it's a bit another more 7 years or something to download, I think. Mhm.
1: Mm. Uh <laughs> the solution I got to with this kind of thing, it's I used to probably be better at it, but I had like a NAS at one point, one of those like network attached storage things. Didn't need it. It was kind of ridiculous, but that was like 2014 or something. But the problem with that is once those things go bad, then you're like on the hook for like another multi-thousand dollar solution again to replace it and upgrade it and buy a new piece of hardware. And in that process, I learned of, I don't think they have it in Australia, but this thing called Backblaze. And it's just a service that you can upload as much data as you want to from each computer. So I pay for mm. two computers, I believe, and it's like $8 a month. And it just fully backs up anything attached to them. My main computer has multiple drives and its own hard drive. And so like I have a five terabyte archive drive, but it completely synchronizes to the cloud in a way that supposedly if my computer, everything burned down. Yeah. I could ask back place to send me a drive for like, I think it's like 75 bucks or something like drive. that. And they'll just send me, f- send me a physical oh. drive of all my stuff on it again. That's c- Or download it slowly yeah. over <laughs> however long that takes. But that's been my peace of mind and I should check it more often, but.
0: And that's something I've always wanted. kind of wish that Dropbox did? I was like, That's why in the past I haven't tried to download 15 years' worth of photos because it was like, why can't Dropbox just send me a hard drive with all of them on it? Come on. (laughs)
1: There's there's no Mr. Dropbox, that's why.
0: $900
1: a year to Mr. Dropbox.
0: (laughs) Mr. Dropbox can send (laughs) me a hard drive. (laughs)
1: Right. You know, and it's not completely... I get into this messy problem where my Mac wasn't working right because I had all the Google Drive files that we use for portland cnc synchronized to my computer but then like it was making some other thing not work like the computer was just like non-functional for uh, some other aspects so i had to like change it to the stream only option so now none of those files are backed up into backblaze so they're only on google drive and it's like there's always a, it's like a whack-a-mole anymore i feel like of i can't get a completed full system and i'm sure there's some huge gaps in it but for the most part, it's like all the media files since I started university, mm-hmm. you know, are all backed up that way. Yeah, well, not that any of that stuff has value, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's nice to
1: have, though.
0: I reckon as uh, I'm a hoarder of sentimental material. Don't know. I like right. having that stuff on hand, but yeah, don't know, don't know, don't know. Right, like I find it. Yeah, don't know. I find the filing of sentimental objects mm-hmm. or digital photos useful for reflection purposes. But yeah. Mhm.
1: Mhm.
0: But in more important news, I need a I need a paddling, Justin. I'm in trouble. I've missed
1: my... <laughs> That's not where I thought... God, I love these notes. I thought you got like a boat or something. <laughs> Since Jim needs a paddle. And I wasn't thinking the peach kind. <laughs> a paddle on the peach. Uh, yeah, I've missed, I've missed my <laughs> please, date. Please tell. <laughs> mm. I'm right. Bloody configurator. You out. also closed the studio down and had COVID and... So... Uh, you Okay, but you did post some working stuff. I guess that maybe that was just your AR from... That wasn't from your configurator, was it? Yeah. That was just... Yeah. Your AR thing was just... That's, that comes from your configurator? Yeah. Was oh, that unclear? Shit, that's cool. Damn. I don't know. I think I might have not listened to it. I think I watched it. Oh, do you know what? The
0: bloody Instagram reel builder in the app just dropped my voiceover audio out of the first... Five seconds of that reel where I said what it was.
1: Oh, maybe that's why. (laughs) I'm going to blame that.
0: (laughs) Blame that. That's fine. Yeah, that was straight out of the configurator. So, the configurator is now on our website. Wow. It's not in a, a published... It's not within a menu yet. But you can go to a page on our website. So, that's fun. And... So, yeah, but I'm not at where I wanted to be. Like, I wanted to have the link to Shopify by now in terms of pricing and SKUs and stuff. But that's, that's next week, hopefully.
1: Are you waiting on them for that kind of thing?
0: Not really. I've just, over this weekend, I've collated another huge page of bugs and fixes and questions and stuff for them to action. And then, yeah, hopefully connect Shopify in the next week or so. But Josh, right. Josh has been sending it out to a few clients who have been using it to, like, put their configurations together and then sending us a picture for us to manually collect the order from and stuff, and that's been working quite well. And then the dream scenario happened the other day where someone actually sketched up on the markup, like, where they wanted panels and doors and drawers and things. Because the... Mm. Doors and drawers won't be part of the initial launch. So that'll be a stage two. But yeah, we got this all sketched up, markup, which allowed us to then do a manual those extra items. So yeah, it's getting there.
1: Maybe you don't want to say where it is. But I haven't found it yet.
0: Oh, no, I don't want to <laughs> say. No, yeah, I can. I can direct you to the That's URL. Right.
1: I will send it to okay. you. Okay, you can tell me later. My other quick question is: What are you guys using for this chat thing now? Oh, is a new? Yeah. I'd have Looks to different.
0: Ask- I'd have to ask Jay. I did ask okay. Jay the other day. Jay said it's still just the native Shopify one.
1: Oh, they must have changed the styling of it, I guess. It changes. seems like it's better. It does seem I better. I took the hey? chat thing off ours. I didn't like it. I wasn't benefiting <laughs> us or the customers. <laughs> kept making confusion for people because it wasn't connecting properly to other things. So. Mm, yeah, right. Looks yeah. nice, though. Yeah, I quite
0: like that one at the moment. Yeah, Jay manages that, thankfully. Yeah.
1: Cool. That's really impressive from just like even having known about that feature and played with it myself and it's on, you know, through Shopify. It, thinking about it being able to fairly seamlessly go from what I just created on your website to being in my room is a completely different reality, virtual reality than you know, I created it as a designer, put it on my Shopify page and somebody else views it. That's It's so different. Such a different experience that I think would be really impressive from a consumer point of view.
0: Yeah, hopefully. And like whenever I've tried those AR things in the past, I've been kind of disappointed. But I was thinking the other night, maybe it's because I've always been just on the couch in like a dark room and the phones just struggle to actually... Get a good read because, like, when I did it the other night, I turned on all the workshop lights and I walked out and I was like, ah, super bright room, big space too, right. like lots of special clean, like, linear lines for the phone to pick up. And anyway, mm-hmm. it did an awesome job and I was, like, really rock solid in, yep. like, how it sat in the room and being able to push my phone actually through it was amazing. Right. Mm.
1: It was kind of interesting to go inside of different... Objects. I would love to know how many people play with that feature, and then how that affects shopping mm. for us. Me too. Sure, there's a way to track that. I don't understand, <laughs> In, like Google Analytics or something.
0: Everyone will be on their Vision Pros soon, right? And they'll be like,
1: "Ooh, right." No, that's VR. I was everything. just thinking. I've watched so many dang videos on that. You know, everybody's take on it. I haven't tried it because. I don't know anybody that has one, <laughs> but I think one of the things I just saw last night was that the lighting makes makes a huge, what this person was saying mm-hmm. is it seems like Vision Pro, the Apple, new Apple headset thing, that it feels like log footage, which is like ungraded yeah, footage for the most part. And that it makes a huge difference how much lighting there is, but it seems to always be pretty crunched, like, contrasty, which was funny because everybody's been talking about it being so amazing. And then he, then he showed this versus his iPhone side by side, and it was like, yeah. oh, my God, it looks terrible. Uh, really? So, yeah. you know, we're at ground zero of what all this is going to be, but it'd be pretty cool, though. Like, imagine, take your configurator, but then, like, use your fingers and... Mm, that'd be great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to place the AR model, or the VR model in that case, actually in your room and manipulate it. Mm.
1: Right, walk yeah. around it.
0: Yeah, 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 that'd be
1: cool. Mm. So so do I dare ask when's the new deadline? Yeah, you should, <laughs> you should ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say...
0: End of Feb. Hmm. You're going to ask me for a more specific
1: date. (laughs) I won't. I won't. You can go ahead.
0: You can go ahead and create in specific accountability. Yeah, perfect. The end of the month lands on a Thursday. So, you know, launch on a weekend.
1: Right. Let's do it. I sent Jim this inquiry we got, which it's a. A little knob part made out of wood. And so the backside's got some basically two and a half D machining. It's pretty simple from, (laughs) if you flip it over. The show notes are like
0: Justin's knob and Jim's paddle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When I first read it, I was like, I think, I think knob is used in different ways. Typically (laughs) Justin's Um, puzzle knob. Yeah. But it has like a 3D fillet to it. It does. And I have done 3D chamfers in, meaning like there's a vertical aspect to the chamfer. Mm-hmm. I've done 3D chamfering with a deburr operation on the mill with a lollipop. And it's almost always just to break the edge. Whereas this yeah. is a two millimeter fillet. Hmm. And I've never really done that before, especially on a scale. Like, there's a lot of parts requested in this. So, it'd be like a production yeah. operation that needs, needs to be, to be fairly efficient, efficient. And I cannot think of an efficient way to do it. No, me neither. To make a
0: fillet like that. Are you stuck on the same bit of the fillet that I am in that screenshot? I think? Yeah, yeah, right. The
1: transition. The transition. Because I think it has to be made fluidly or you're going to get chunky... Like yeah. our machine isn't rigid enough or accurate enough to repeat to have multiple tools trying to make that fillet. Nah, there's that's
0: no, there's right. no way. That's almost like <laughs> a, a lathe tool with live tool. <laughs> like,
1: I was messaging with another machinist friend, and I was like, "How would you do this?" Mm. And they were like, typing, thinking, <laughs> and I was like, "A five axis mill turn." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say that I think I can. We can do it, but. It's much more suited to a prototype. It's a f- five or six pass slow, mm. like ball milling operation to make it happen. And I yeah. don't know that it's going to be like, it won't have chattering and junk in it. So mm. give it a go. My only other thought was to try to tumble it out, <laughs> I but it wouldn't the, be I that perfect fillet.
0: <laughs> Tumbled wood. Yeah. Is that even a thing? I've thought about trying that tumbled walnut. Damn. Yeah. That'd be cool.
1: They're cool. Uh, It's a cool project. I hope I can share more about it at some point, but if we get it, but it's interesting project for sure. It's nice to be sent those kind of projects, but also I hated this gut feeling of like, shit, how do I make that? (laughs) Like (laughs) they come to you for the solution and you don't know, you don't know how to solve it. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know.
0: know. Justin sent it to me and I was just like, no, don't no, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> he <laughs> like, said I, I
1: wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. But if there was over a thousand parts?
0: Yeah. Can you charge run thousand? The, how much can you actually charge yeah.
1: for It was more like than that. I expected what they their expected budget was. So it's okay, like good. Most people come into those things like, I want to spend two bucks for this. And you're like, mm. <laughs> No way. Two bucks. Can't get the material for that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just anyway, thinking about how the pencil sharpener. Thing, I, what's the diameter of it? Like 60 millimeters or something.
1: 60 some mil. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Pencil sharpener part.
1: Pencil sharpener. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of auto cut off, right? Backside
0: machining because you got backside features. Hello.
1: I mean, just getting the one side figured out because it's such an easy two-sided part. Otherwise, like, yeah, it's not tough on a router. No, no, it's not. Especially, you know, the backside of that part is beautiful for indexing. Like oh, to put it into gorgeous. another fixture, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. I I kind of, I think I'm going to experiment and try to mess with it. Can you, so on the pencil sharpener, can, I should know this, I guess. Does it index? Like, does it clock itself? That lathe head?
0: No, because it can't turn. If it could turn, it's static. Static chunks. Oh. Yeah, they just go up and down.
1: They oh, don't spin. Sh- oh. Well, how do you make a thread, then? A thre- thread mallet Oh, so it goes around the top. Never yeah. Mind. Okay. Yeah. That'd be a cool upgrade. That like would a, be like a, a rad servoed. upgrade. Like a servo. Oh, my God. <laughs> be amazing. Then You could really do these parts, because they just, like, spin, yeah. and it would go so, up and down. Yeah. If you had a
0: perpendicular tool and, right. and rotating chuck, it'd be a wild. Oh. It'd be like a seven-axis machine. Rad. Um
1: yeah, why not? Why, why not? not? I'm sure Next Maso can do that, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two Maso controllers melts. synchronized to each other. Get enough <laughs> axes. Uh right. yeah.
1: Hit the software corner button. Here we talked We talked about how oh, I don't have buttons, but we talked about CNC stuff. I'm proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> I still know what a CNC is. Just <laughs> I saw one yesterday. Yeah, me too. I ran one this week. I made a billy cart
0: seat on one yesterday. Um, Billy cart.
1: What do you call billy carts over there? Oh, okay. Soapboxes? I would say it's, yeah, maybe soapbox car. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like.
0: I've been heat Mm -hmm. forming like um, acoustic felt for the billy cart seat. Okay. Oh, it's pretty fancy. It's
1: cool. What's that material then? Is it?
0: It's not wool. It's not wool. It's re- semi-recycled PET. So it
1: can be form Yeah. Okay.
0: So you can heat form it. Makes yeah. sense. It's cool stuff. Um, what was I going to say, oh yeah, the bloody Sora thing. We you videos. put Sora in the show notes. Right. Soft taco, not um. <laughs> I had no idea Perfect. what it was referring to, and then I got served a million Sora videos on Instagram last night. I was like ah, I see. Okay, I see. I see what's happening here. Have you? Is it accessible? Have you used it, or is it all demo stuff so far?
1: Um, I have. I, I don't have access. Okay. Apparently, from what I've read, it is super locked down. Like, yeah, no doubt. It's unlikely. <laughs> Soon, yeah, and I think it's just going to. I mean, I can only imagine what it would be used for here in the next year or so with election things. Like it, it would not be good. Yeah, what we're talking about is uh, GPT or Chat OpenAI has come out with the video version of type text and get video made for you whole cloth, and it's fairly ridiculously. Marvelous from what it seems. I mean, it's definitely got its quirks, but it's nothing like early Dolly. It is fantastically realistic. Like, Aaron and I were watching the first kind of like, well, here's what we got for Sora. I think it was MKBHD's video on it. And she's pretty good at finding things, seeing details about, you know, just unique details quickly. And she didn't see any of them either. The first th- couple passes mm. through watching these example videos, and then you go back, and he's broken down like, "Oh, the hands are doing these weird, crazy, flippy things," or like, "Yeah, you know, this person's gliding in the video." But, like, first pass, I missed all of it. Like, it just looks so <laughs> real to me. I was like, "Damn, this is crazy."
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the pod- having a listen. Today to This Day in AI, the Australian AI podcast, because I think their latest episode covers the Sora release. I'm very intrigued to see what they think Mm. of it. Um, Those guys are pretty good analyzing this stuff. Did
1: you see the comparison at all to – I didn't see this, the original Will Smith video, eating spaghetti? No. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is so disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, er, I guess I think it was the early version of this technology, maybe uh, even theirs. Oh uh, yeah. Or just it was AI videos. Yeah. But yeah. it is so messed up. <laughs> his face is just like doing crazy mushy things, and the spaghetti is yeah, just kind no, of forming like, through his like, head yeah. and. Yeah.
0: Yeah, saw some amazing early text to video stuff with like a beer, beer commercial, that was pretty messed up. Right uh cool well we probably for a while but sounds interesting
1: yeah don't know what i'd do with it so i was interested yeah right kind of like anything else it's like i get this often i think because i was with like family or friends or something (laughs) like i'll be sitting at my computer And somebody will say something and I'll have chat GPT open and I'll quickly make like a meme to text back the image and people will just be like, did you, did you just make that right now? How how did you do that? And I'm like, ah, (laughs) you know, it's just like, this is what I do all day long. I'm sorry. And I can imagine that will happen with videos too, right? Like, yeah, it's going to be the same thing, like. Hey, Sora, yeah, make, it, make yeah, a video just on
0: pa- Walnut Tumbled Paddle. Knob. <laughs> no. Can we see that? It's like, I'm sorry, Jem. Service. Is, I'm unable to help I'm you I'm sorry, with that Dave. Request.
1: I cannot do that. <laughs> uh, I got uh, a little bit into... I had this thought, so like when we make PETG parts, it's hitting 70 degrees Celsius on the bed. So it's pretty hot. Yeah. And the textured beds and the nano adhesive really, really stick well. Like you can break the parts. Like those tool tags will snap off if you don't let it cool enough, uh-huh. which is annoying because you're like, ah, I got to cycle. i want to get this thing going again. And so I started turning the fans back on on the machine because it turns them off to cool it. And it cools it down quite a bit faster. Yeah, okay. Like the bed. Like chamber fans and stuff and so i was like oh, wait a second you can edit the g code and just have these things happen Ooh. and so i've been playing with gpt in the forum and i've now got a little script <laughs> at first was i kept finding parts on all three printers where it would be melted on one corner like real gooey, and I was like, hmm, well, it's it's cooling faster, but I wasn't catching what happened. Mm. And then I did catch it finally, and instead of going up, it was going down into the part (laughs) and just melting the part (laughs) as it cooled the bed. So I finally figured out which way Z movement was. (laughs) But now I have a little, you edit the filament profile, which is kind of confusing, and end of, Hunter's back, end of filament code you add in a little z movement and turn the fans on to 100 and there's a macro for waiting till a temperature cool so it waits till 40 degrees celsius and then turns the or moves the bed down further so you can actually get to the parts and then turns the fans off Uh. so like what's nice is in the shop you can hear the fans you know if it's not crazy loud yeah and so you wait till the fans are off and go over and take the parts Sweet. off instead of like, Oh, it's done. I have to wait another, how many minutes, you know, like that's awesome. So it's a nice little hack. I'll share the code.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hacking into your bamboo. It's- that's rad. Are they been- M codes?
1: Jeep yeah. Like M190, M one ninety M one Oh six. I found cool. a little you- list somebody had if- made on forum that wasn't published by them. It was like somebody had figured out all these different ones. There's three fans that you can control. You can actually make cool. pre, predefined status messages display on the printer and the app too. But okay. like none of them really applied to what I was doing. But it was like the, you know, you can make it say like cleaning tool head <laughs> if you wanted to again at the end. Yeah, interesting. I'm getting more into that kind of stuff. I, I have a project that I've been working on. I think I mentioned this before Christmas. And it got lost with uh, birth of child. But I have, like, an automated s- router bed cleaning project to, to finish that would be a post-processor mm. modification, I believe. It should be pretty simple to do, where you kind of, like, do a face milling operation with the, just ah, the yeah. dust boot. Yeah,
0: a schnuzzle, a schnuzzle um, pass. Yep. Right. That's cool.
1: I want to make that video someday. <laughs>
0: it's meme worthy having your dust boot doing lines you know
1: I didn't even think about that <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good
0: uh, alright well we're dangerously close to an hour good sir shall we
1: my last parting note is I did end up on the pressure of their email by rhino8 <laughs> <laughs>
0: Another cryptic message. Excellent. I was like, I haven't heard of that function. I wonder what that is. Excellent.
1: I feel really old, though, because I bought it, downloaded it, installed it, opened it, and I was like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> really? you know, I didn't. Well, I just, I have like a bunch of things that are modified, you know, and yeah. I can't ever remember where I
0: store that. Somewhere on Google oh, Drive. Know, that's a pain. That's such a pain, trying to roll over that So, stuff.
1: like, I tried some stuff. I tried the... The mesh shrink wrap, which was fun. I enjoyed that. I want it to be solid instead of mesh, but it's a cool feature. Anyway.
0: Have you used push pull, more importantly?
1: I saw that. No. 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 I opened it for all of like three minutes, tried some shrink wrap of some random objects, and then I was like, all right, back to the other one where I've got things I know how to use (laughs) right now.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: Good, man. Well, it's good to chat. Good sure. to catch yeah. up. Good to see you again. family gets back to normal health.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, back to normal next week. But meanwhile, back
1: to camping at work. I'll see you later. Right. See ya. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Ding. Bong.
1: <laughs> Traditional two seconds <laughs> off. <laughs> We got one minute and eight seconds left.
0: Quick, kill it. Kill it.